it, it's about you, right? There's not a product right now that we're, we're right-hooking you with. We don't have um, a, a, a fruit black market we're trying to impose on you. Like, we're just sharing information that's helped him 10x his life and be a much happier person with tons of energy. He's doing things that he loves now that he wasn't doing before. And we'd like to see more people have that same effect because it's awesome and we're awesome and we want to make you awesome. <laughs> change your life at the same time. You know, you're going to change this one little thing, but really, you're going to change everything. And that's what's... Down the road, you'll think, man, I don't even know who I was at that time. Because that person was wearing a cloak of misery. <laughs> you got to shrug the cloak off. And you're going to be proud of the work you did. You, you know, some of it will be hard, and you'll be proud of that too. You'll be amazed at what you're capable of, and then you'll think, shit, how I can do that? What can't I do? Welcome to the Crushing My Diabetes podcast. In this podcast, my dad, Dan, and myself, my name is Dante, we reveal how we eliminated our type 2 diabetes symptoms naturally and how anyone can do the same thing just like we did. Everything we talk about this in podcasts is completely free, and it is something anyone can apply to get the same results we did. We're not selling you anything. This podcast is just for you to help your life and give you the right information that's not clouded by, by BS. It's not mainstream. It's what actually works. It's what we use every single day, and it's how we transformed our lives and destroyed our symptoms completely. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We love you. If you have any questions whatsoever concerning diabetes and, and getting rid of any of the symptoms, hit us up. We will gladly answer them ASAP. What's up, guys? Dante here. Uh, this episode is a longer one and it has a lot of value. It talks about exactly what we eat, why we eat it, how our bodies work, the mindsets to have going into this and, and making the shift from where you are now having type 2 diabetes symptoms, having this certain lifestyle that that unfortunately brought you and, and, and you know I can imagine the other listeners and, and my dad brought all you guys to this one spot where you, where you finally had, did enough damage to your body to get type 2 diabetes. We tell you exactly how we eliminated the symptoms and how to shift from that place to one where you don't have the symptoms anymore, you're feeling better, you have more energy than ever, you have more motivation to do the other things in other areas of life that you never thought possible, you never thought you could do. We cover the entire thing in this episode. I hope you enjoy it. It's a longer one, so strap in, get ready to have a lot of value, a lot of insight. Enjoy. Right, welcome, crushing my diabetes members. Every time I say that, it's very tricky because I still have wisdom teeth, and a lot of the times I have to do double takes when I'm recording videos because I, I slur the words. But I got out that time, so I'm very very happy. Um, I posted an infographic about two weeks ago, which showed the symptoms of type two diabetes, and a hashtag that was in the hashtags I used was like diabetes life, so it wasn't super specific to type two. It was more general, like diabetes life, as you know, I'm sure you can pick up on. Uh, 
and it had a lot of blowback from a lot of, of different people, and I'll post some of the images in, in the, the videos when I post them uh, for you guys, for the group, when you're watching this. Um, and we had a, a large back and forth with all the people, and they were really upset because they thought we were talking about type 1, and a lot of it was just, you know, they didn't really know the information that we're trying to talk about, and it was kind of cool that it happened, actually, because... Number one, we got to talk to them, have a conversation with multiple different people and really see where they're coming from. But number two, it kind of made me see like, okay, how, how can we go about conveying this information more effectively? So as soon as they land on you know, the, the Instagram page or the YouTube page or whatever it might be, they see what we're doing and they, they instantly are like, okay, that's, you know, that's what it's about. And Pops, if you want to go in for that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to to tell these kids to, to settle down so they're not screaming in the video. If you want to jump in. <laughs> they're trying to be famous. They are trying to be famous. Yeah. So, uh, you know, people are are uh, passionate. You know, they're, they're, they're standing up for, you know, their condition and, and who they are. And, you know, they, they think that they're, they're a little bit jaded. You know, they've, they've read a lot of stuff that promises a lot of things and you know maybe some of them have tried them I don't know we didn't get into that but it just seemed like there was a little bit of a frustration irritation uh, yeah it, it, it was hard and and you know we don't we don't we don't talk we don't we don't direct this at type one people for the simple fact that type one people are in a dangerous position. They, you know, they're they're not making insulin anymore, and and you know they have to monitor it. It's it's much 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 tighter um, wiggle room, and your body doesn't you know it doesn't. I think that the the principles of of fasting and you know eating fruit would bear out if it could be done, but. Um, I don't know that it is. Like I'm not type one, and and like I, I can't. I, the only person I have to experiment on is me. And, uh, yeah, so not uh, nothing I can do, and and you know it's dangerous for them. While um, so that's why we just direct us at people type two that you know that are having problems, but that are not on death's door with a type one kind of situation. So we don't. We don't target them. Instead, we um, are targeting everybody else. But I think that it would be great for them to be part of this, to be you know, members of the chat room, to to give their insight because you know they're their best they're their best advocates because they've gone through some stuff. So they can say what they gone through, just like I'm saying what I went through, and um, and I talk about what helped me, and and I'm great with talking with people and. Um, listening to what they have to say, and Dante is too, and you know we're both very good listeners when people want to talk to us and give give their point of view. Um, I, I think that there's also a lot of fear out there because doctors they all say the same thing about this. They're kind of unified in this this kind of they have this little bit of knowledge about the area. They don't. They don't make any effort to increase their knowledge. They don't look at other things. They are focused on 
the normal way that doctors have been doing medicine for you know the last 10 years last 20 years last 30 years last 40 years and and any kind of natural healing is just not part of that it's not something they're going to spend their time studying that's why there's whole other naturopaths and thing and, and, and you know shamans and all of these other people that that focus on um how your body can heal on its own and how you can aid it in healing on its own um, and really that's that's what this is you know if, if you need your life saved immediately that's where western medicine um shows its true colors you know it, you can get a surgery and have a chance at life when ordinarily you would have just died but the rest of the time it's just you and your body it's just me and my body and western medicine is is waiting in the wings when i'm a, when i'm about to die but it really doesn't do a whole lot other than that you know I, i've talked to a number of different i've talked to uh, you know my own doctor or the doctor i was seeing you know a number of them and i've also talked to other people that were doctors and none of them ever asked me what i was eating which is mind-blowing because the body is the thing that heals us the best, more better than anything that any Western medicine doctor has. It's just your own body. And if you can get out of its way, it'll do that. And there's tons of places that, that talk about this. That, you know, and yeah, there are, there's so much out there that's, that's scammy. It's yucky and scammy, but it, it's easy to give up on this idea that, oh, you know, I have diabetes, it's uncurable. I've heard this from so many people. And I'm, I, legally speaking, I can't say that that's wrong. But what I can say is fasting changed my conditions enormously. And I, I think that also it's, it's not clear what I'm talking about when I say eat fruit. I am not saying... Um, and, and, I, and I provided the, you know, I, I, I replied to this in a comment, but I, I'm not saying that, you know, if we were to grade things one to a hundred and, and like fruits like a 75 or 80 or 85, depending on what fruit you eat, and then maybe bread like a 40, maybe meats like a 25, that's, that's not the case. So if we're talking about does, does my food have nutrients, then, then we can be on that scale. And I could say, okay, your, your food, and that's and that's what the medical world tells you that they have nutrients, which is completely true. The, all of these foods, even these foods that are bad for you, they have nutrients in them that are good for you. The problem is the bad part, not the nutrient part. So let's focus just on that because that's how I score it. Is I score if I'm going to score these things one to a hundred, I'm going to say, does this enable my body to heal itself or disable my body? to heal itself and fruits a hundred and vegetables are a hundred and everything else is a zero sure you can get nutrients from other things but it it also gives a lot of stuff puts a lot of stuff in your body that your body is not good at digesting it will eventually digest at least a good portion of it but it leaves stuff and you're there, there are the remnants of your body when i did a 21 day fast when i got to day 14 
14, I think it was 14. Um, I pooped a giant white poop, like an albino poop. And I hadn't eaten for 14 days. 14 days. I had nothing to poop. You know what I was pooping is the remnants of food from my last 5, 10, 15 years that, you know, that it creates this this gunk that adheres to your, you know, whole entire intestinal tract. And it's just there forever. And, you know, nobody studies that. It's very, very difficult to study the inside of that because it, it, there's no way to look in there. And to be honest, there's not a lot of profit in telling you in the end of a very expensive study, hey, stop eating if you eat Fucking a bunch Mc, of Big Macs and Twinkies. You'll be really healthy and you'll have no need for our product. And, and I don't know that that's what would happen, but I strongly suspect it. And, and so I, I don't think that they're studying. If they are, they're not giving us the results. You know, if it's like a pharmaceutical company, these are for-profit companies. Never forget that. It, it, these companies are for-profit. I was in a, a way... Way back, I worked in an AV, which is like the guy that sets up the, all the video and audio and everything for these huge conferences. And then, and then you sign up, and then you're in the back, and you're just controlling the lights or the sound. You know, there's a number of us back there, and I'm listening. And it's, you know, you have to uh, sign an NDA, so that's why I'm not talking about who it is or anything in specific. But what I am saying is that they... Uh, that what was talked about, it was talked about in a manner of um, <laughs> that l l like the most hardcore salesman that you've ever heard in, in the, the <laughs> hardest salesman movie that you've ever heard, right? They were saying that, that these drugs make the money, the, like you don't even have to sell them. I mean, what's for each one of you should be making a hundred grand a year or more, and because it was complete and sure, it was a sales meeting, but it was a hundred percent profit motivated. Not one time in the whole three days that I was sitting in the back of this 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 conference, this you know top secret yeah. conference, top secret whatever, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know locked doors with yeah, yeah. people at the doors, you know. The, Scanning badges, so you know some some amount of security. Um, yeah, they never once talked about what's what are we doing for people. Not once, and and not not ever did they speak in a manner that made me think that they ever talk about that ever. And I'm sure there are people in there that are worried about it. You know, I'm sure there's good people at these companies, but it, the company takes on a life of its own of make money, make money, make money, and Getting better doesn't make money. And so I, I don't know what a pharmaceutical company is doing. I can't say it's doing bad things or, or not bad things. I mean, they're good at obscuring what they do. And, but I have no reason to believe that, that they're in it to help people. And I have every reason to believe that they're in it to just make a bunch of money. And, you know, just think about it. I mean, what makes more sense? So, um, eating food that has nutrients, but that your body has a huge, difficult time digesting, 
it, it doesn't allow you to get better. So you're at a place and in order, if, if you are having any kind of autoimmune attack, if your body is attacking itself and, and diabetes is that, then your body is not running optimally and is in fact very impaired. So it gets to a, a, a position where it's so weakened that these things can step in and flourish and the symptoms become you know, unbearable. But just Google about people fasting that have all kinds of different autoimmune. Just look up a list of autoimmune diseases and then look up, just, just look up people fasting. You don't have to look up evidence. Just like regular Joes, like you and me. Just look them up and listen to their story and, and see how much better they got when they started fasting. What, what is the, the one where um, you, uh, you, you go to the bathroom, like you, you irritable bowel syndrome, but yeah, there's, a yeah, worse, yeah. there's a worse name. You know, there's a worse, I forget what it's the called. The gastrointestinal but, thing. Yeah. And, and it can, you know, and it is life dangering and, and it, and it destroys some people's, you know, way of life. And I remember reading this this guy, and he had found fasting somewhere. I don't even know where he found it. He might have mentioned it. I can't remember, but but uh, it, it got so much better, so much better, and um, and to the point where you know he didn't even feel like it, it was an issue anymore. He, he felt like it was there in the wings, like you know he had to be careful. He had to yeah. keep keep up with his, you know, his, his, his work ethic, but, but yeah, like he just, he had, there's countless stories of people fasting and having great, great results against, um, autoimmune stuff. So, I mean, before you get mad at me, go, go, go Google, you know, I just get out there and start Googling fasting and autoimmune diseases of every kind. And I'm sure for a lot of them, you'll find people talking about it. And, you know, I've read and seen so much stuff, and and there are so many shamans and so many ancient cultures, cultures that are are today that have had their knowledge passed on generation to generation by by the one generation teaching the next generation. And these shamans, they go at the food. They immediately go at the food. And so... Um, the food is like what they say, it, and then there are some some cultures that also have fasting involved. But if you think about it, we naturally, in ancient times, we would have naturally had fasting situations because, you know, there wasn't the supermarket right there. Hey, I want some, I, I want something to eat. I can hit up Wendy's, I can hit up McDonald's, or I can run even run down to the supermarket and get no. Like you had to get your food. And sometimes you didn't have food. And so you fasted because that's the way it was. <laughs> Not because you were like, I got to get healthy. It was like, <laughs> I wish I could have something to eat, but there's nothing to eat here. <laughs> and so, that, and, and we are evolution because it is only in the last, you know, 100 years or so that, that we've really had food, you know, in so much abundance. Yeah. And evolution has not caught up to our last hundred years but it's from you know from whenever we started till now we've been evolving and so we are optimized to fast 
And in fact, science now shows hard science. This is not opinion. Not opinion. I cannot stress this enough. Nobel Prize winning science. Go ahead and look it up. Fasting. Called autophagy. That's, I believe, Greek for the two Greek words for um, body and self, self-eating. Um, and so, not body, but self and eating. So, but it's, it's, it's the body eating itself, and it happens when you fast. Um, the body literally eats any cells that it considers broken. And these are all cells that are susceptible. So, diabetics know that you may have, you know, insulin in your bloodstream, but for whatever reason, that whole interaction that your body does is supposed to do when the insulin is there is not happening. The cells are essentially not opening, they're not responding to the appropriate stimulus and opening up and eating the sugar. Well, goodbye to you, cell, <laughs> while you're fasting, because you're broken and your body knows it, only under your current circumstances, it can't do anything about it. Because it's fighting for its life constantly, because you're pouring sludge down your throat and your body is trying to deal with it. So yes, you can get nutrients. If you want to have a nutrient argument or a protein argument, first off, uh, uh, on this protein thing, you don't need to get me protein from meat. This is a complete fallacy. Protein comes from all kinds of places. And meat is not the place that you want to get your protein from. Meat is one of those things that sticks in your inside forever. And so, you know, then one day you do a 21-day fast and you poop, poop out, you know, remnants <laughs> of meat, whatever else. I don't even know. A giant albino For, mound. 14 days later, you have like a, a, an albino white poop floating in the thing behind you. And, and you think, Am I dying right now? What's, <laughs> what? How? Where could that even have come from? <laughs> so, uh, I let look. If you want to tell me I'm wrong and, and not want to do this, go for it. I'm, it does, you know, I'm good. I, I've given you, and I'm. Con, I don't want to continue to give because there are people out there that are going to want to, you know, you know, take some information and do something with it. But by all means. Talk to your doctor, but don't have this reverence of doctors. If your doctor says that's not an idea, ask them why. How, how do you know that? Or how she knows that? Or how he knows that? Say, how do you know that? How do you know that it's not good? What, what, what evidence can you demonstrate that shows me that that's not good? They don't have time. Evidence? He's just, you know, he's just assuming I'm a doctor and I'm going to tell you something and then you have to listen to it. Right? And I'm like, no, you don't know. You have no idea. You have the same knowledge, but you, 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 you probably hit this at some little time in, in medical school. It was like three questions on a test. That's, that's probably the, the, you know, and whatever information you had to take in to answer, you know, a pool of, you know, maybe 25 questions, but of which three end up on the test. Right? Some scenario like that. You don't know anything about it. And, and this knowledge in these textbooks about diet and fasting is antiquated. It, find people that are on the cutting edge, like the guy that just won a Nobel Prize in medicine for, for actually researching this. Because every time somebody in, in, in science that's not uh, beholden to a pharmaceutical company Every time they do a study on fasting, 
lo and behold, it does amazing things. And so, um, you don't have to take my word for it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not anything. I'm just a guy who fasted and got great results and I'm telling you all about it. And you can Google it to death. And you'll see time and time again people how people were helped. You'll see people's personal story. Do I have to post up here? You know, it, all these you know people saying, yeah, Dan really knows what he's talking about. I, no, I don't need to because you have Google at your fingertips. Google it. You'll see. People fasting have amazing results. Meanwhile, people who follow their doctor's regime on diabetes don't have amazing results. And you can say, well, they stay alive. I'm like, well, find me somebody that fasted that died. <laughs> Lots more people die from the complications from diabetes than have died. Lots more people died last year from the complication. I'm just throwing this number out because <laughs> how could we even test it? But more people died last year from the complications of diabetes than have died from fasting. <laughs> Purposeful fasting, not starving at that. Like ever. <laughs> Purposeful fasting, yeah, ever. <laughs> because you know what happens? You just eat. <laughs> and, you know. So unless you know you're in a you know delicate situation, you know which type one diabetic people are in a very delicate situation. So I don't, you know, I don't recommend they do anything. You know, each person's in charge of their life, and I personally would hate to be in that position, but I also personally would figure out a way for me to be able to, first of all, fast, and secondly, consume fruit, even if I had to, you know, if, 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 if I had a, if I was looking at it, and, and I haven't tried it, I don't, this is just rampant speculation on my part, but I'm sure that I couldn't just take it. Like, I'm too, when something happens, I gotta find a solution. And I gotta find somebody that knows something about it, and and then I'm gonna try it and and see what happens. And I've done that so many times, so many times with everything, you know. Like I found, you know, that's how I became a software programmer. You know, that's how I do everything. Is you know, I read the book and go from there. That's what my grandma used to say when I was five years old. She'd say, "Just read the book and go from there." And she'd say it all the time. That was her thing. And I was, I guess, I was listening, grandma. <laughs> My grandma's in heaven, I guess. She was mean. I don't know if she actually is in heaven. <laughs> I don't know if there's a heaven. She's probably uh, telling you to go read it because she didn't feel like explaining it to you. <laughs> right. And I've read plenty of books on heaven, but none of them seem definitive. I'm pretty good at, at separating the wheat from the chaff. And uh, chaff, chaff, chaff. <coughs> How you say that? And, uh, yeah, so... I'm going off on all these tangents, but the, the end result is, I believe that changing your diet to as close to 100% as you humanly can <coughs> and fasting will do work on autoimmune conditions. I'm going to get some water. I'll yeah. take you down. Yeah. I think... Um I mean, it's, I, I've never had type 1 diabetes, and I haven't had type 2 diabetes. I went to the doctor. They said my blood sugar was in the very high ranges, and I was kind of going down that path to getting type 2 diabetes. But I saw what effects it had on my dad and how 
how crippling it is, and it, or excuse me, it was on his life. And that's that's what prompted me to get my diet together and get my health together, because I I just saw like, holy crap! Like, I I saw my dad living his life for this long, and then once he started doing X and Y things, fruit and fasting, his life exploded, and he completely changed. Like he's the same guy, right? Like same dad, like love him, awesome, funny, but. All the characteristics that made him awesome just got like amplified 10x because he got rid of all the things that were weighing him down. It was like him walking around with a, with a backpack full of fucking rocks and they decided like, all right, time to take the backpack off and now he, he could just run. Like he, he's not, you know, weighed down by anything. And I, I just, I believe in, in, in this information so much. The, the amount of, of power and leverage it can have for your life to put you in the same position of all the qualities that make you awesome, all the things that you love about yourself, all the things that you want to accomplish, a, a huge section, like, I mean, it's it's our life, like, health, like, if you don't have finances, you can go work and, and, you know, create finances. If you, you know, don't have relationships, like, health is the one thing that if you don't have that, everything else is, is just, like, down, like, you can't do. If you're in the hospital, that's it. You're tapped out, you're done, you're very, very limited. So I think if, if that's... If that's the first pillar that you kind of work on and, and you get a handle on, it then sets you up in a good position to like, you know, roll the, 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 the pinball down the, the lane and smash all the other the pins. It, it, I think it's just huge. And I don't know, Dad, what, what do you think is the best way of, of like conveying this to people to get them hooked? Like what would have hooked you in the beginning if you didn't have to go – like, is it just you have to just have a certain amount of pain? Like, you just have to keep smashing your face against the wall until eventually you're like, all right, I'm sick of this. <laughs> it's, it's, I think for most people, like, you're wary of getting scammed. And you don't want to be scammed. You know, it, it, the, the idea of even being scammed is, is, is like a weight on you, on, on making decisions that are, you know, out there. Right, that are different than what normal people think. You, you know, I was, I was getting this, I was getting some water because my throat was getting a little. Uh, I was talking too much, and uh, and I like to put lemon in my water because lemon is great for your pH of your body. So if people don't know, like you, your body needs to be at a certain pH level, like your pool, right? But obviously not at the same level as your pool. <laughs> right, right, and. And so you need a very high, very high pH. And most people that test their pH find out that it's low. And the reason it's low is the food you eat, because we're designed to eat fruit and vegetables. If you eat tons of fruits and vegetables, your pH will be high. And Angela, my girlfriend, she she had got she got tested. Um, just she happened to be at a friend's house, and the friend was on this you know pH kick, and and so they did the strip and tested her and. Uh, and she had low pH, and so the the you know her friend told her some stuff to do, and um, one of them was to put lemon juice in the water, and uh, and I didn't used to do that, but I ate tons of fruits and vegetables, whatever. But she came home and uh, and she was she brought a strip, and she was like, I just want to see what Mister Fruit and Vegetable, <laughs> <laughs> and so did the strip, boom. I was right on the on the pH balance human beings are designed for. 
I didn't do that on Pi. I've been yeah. on a pH kick. Now I'm on a I'm on a pH kick now. <laughs> like lemon in my water. I love lemon in my water. And it's one of the best things you can do for pH. I'm in. So easy and so convenient. I put a I cut a lemon, half a lemon, and I and I put it on top, on a little platter on top of my water thing. So whenever I go to the water, I'm like, oh lemon. And I squeeze it in there, right? So it's good all day or two days, right? I drink a fair, you know, a fair amount of water because there's not really anything else I can drink. I can make a smoothie, which is just fruit and water. Like I don't tea. bring any other crap in a smoothie. It's just fruit and water and ice, which is you know, almost water. So, yeah, but it made me think when I was putting the lemon in here all the way back to my childhood. And a, 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 a friend of mine, her, his sister came back from the dentist. And I was over at their house eating, and she went to do uh, – somebody gave her a lemon. Yeah. And she said, no, I can't eat that because I was at the dentist, and the dentist said that they're bad for my teeth, and so I'm not going to eat them anymore. And I, I was just like, sure, whatever, because I was a kid. Yeah. I was yeah. poor. The dentist said something. Oh, the dentist or the doctor <laughs> says something? It's law. I won't be doing that anymore. <laughs> Don't do a thing. No, scientists. Lemons, lemons out. Doctor or a dentist said something. Any sort of doctor says something. That's it. It's law. Yeah. Literally, one of the healthiest things on the planet. He didn't mention all the other crap that she might be putting in her body, but lemons. (laughs) No, you're not capable of dealing with lemons. So here's the scenario that comes about. You know. Because, you know, they're highly acidic, right? So when you're eating all kinds of garbage and your teeth are in this weakened condition and then you add this acid, you can have, you can have an effect on your teeth. Sure. Cut out all the garbage and your teeth can eat a thousand lemons. <laughs> they will be just fine. It's just it's amazing. And, and this, uh, putting this lemon in and having this talk made me remember that. And I'm like, come on! <laughs> This is what you, and I mean, this is like a worst case, you know, example, like I'm sure, you know, all the dentists are not out there telling the world not to eat, but it's just an example of this person went to a lot of school and that lot of school, he probably, he was probably a pretty smart guy and a lot, and all that schooling had the culmination of him telling someone not to eat a lemon, right? Go ahead and, you know. Eat those, eat those refried beans, but lemon, no, whoa, pump the brakes, whoa, don't eat the thing you were literally evolutionarily designed for, don't the Reese's that. Pieces, moderately eat it, but lemons, no, no, out, no. out the door. <laughs> soda? Cut, try to cut back cut on back. soda, yeah, yeah, cut and back. then stop eating lemons. And fruit, take like only eat a little bit of fruit. Soda, you know, uh, lemons. Get the lemons out. Yeah. So. So conditioning, basically, we're conditioned like by these people's authority. Not try things. It, it, it's it's an amazing you know when I do when I do life coaching with somebody, that's the first thing that we have to to establish. That you have to change the way you believe things. Nothing else will change, right? They want to be better with women, or they want to, you know, be a better basketball player, or they. And I had, I had, like, we have to start with this. You have to be willing to change what you believe about everything in life. And if you're not, I can't help you. 
because I don't have a magic wand. I can't go ridiculous. And you are done, you know, with this obstinate mindset. Sure, that might mean that sometimes you might be scammed. I don't, you know, when you open yourself up, it's like people that don't, like, I'm never going to fall in love again because I'll get hurt. <laughs> I'm like, but what about all the good time while you're in love <laughs> for this, like, month of misery that happens afterward? Because you come out of it, right? You get better. <laughs> you, you know, it's, sometimes it's two months or three months, whatever, right? And even, you know, years later, you might have a moment where you're like, ah, that person's so great, right? So uh, think about all the time that you have while you're in love that is amazing. And you're going to miss all that. You're going to miss that month or that three months or that eight months or that year, or that two years, that five years, or that 20 years, because you're afraid of this little bit of, you know, afterward time that will happen if, if this happens to break apart. And, and, you know, chances aren't will, but so what? Like the time, this huge amount of time of great things compared to some lesser time, probably like here. <laughs> but maybe here, right? But you know, most of us, you know, we're we're sad for this amount of time compared to all this time yeah. that we enjoy doing that thing. So it's just like that. It's just yeah, boggles my mind that you know people are not willing to try it. But once they do, amazing, amazing, amazing results. But you got to try it. You got to open yourself up to information. Sure. You gotta evaluate that information when somebody tells it to you. But like, if you're over there thinking, I'm pretty suspicious about this whole eating fruit thing. <laughs> you know, I'm not selling you the fruit. It's the store. You go buy it there. So I don't know what you're suspicious about, right? I'm not over here like, and I will sell you those great five watermelons. One. one Billion dollars. <laughs> no, I'm not selling you that, right? It's just got to get on task with something that can truly help you. And you know what's crazy is you're going to change this. It's going to change what you're doing with your life and how you think about your life. And then you'll be able to change other things. One, because you have more energy, which would be great. But two, because you realize that it's possible. So... And momentum, wow, right? Momentum. Like when you make that, when you knock that domino over, because you've taken this action and you've actually transformed a, a serious part of, of your area of your life, now you're like, wow, if I did that, what else can I be doing? That momentum, I think, it's, carries exactly. through. Exactly. You know, it's like the undefeated boxer. The guy is just rolling over people. And then if he happens to lose a fight, a lot of times he'll lose another fight in his next three. Even though if he just won 17 in a row. And then suddenly, and you could say, oh, maybe the competition or whatever got better. Belief is a huge factor in what human beings are able to do. So if you start doing this, sure, it'll be a little bit tough. Um, it, you know, cost, I, I hear cost all the time. You're eating less. Fruit's more expensive, okay, but you're also eating a lot less. So it, it all comes out, it's fine. It doesn't actually end up being more. And, and you're going to have to deal with a little bit of hunger pain. You know, you, you can come off less, you know, depending. If, if you have less money, and, you, and then you buy less fruit. But nutrient-wise, that will be plenty. You are When you're hungry, it's just this reaction in your body. It's just something that's happening. It doesn't actually mean it. Well, it means something. But 
it's not something that you have to get into a, an uproar about. It's okay to be hungry. And in fact, we want to trigger that hunger thing because, it, it, you know, 20 hours in, that, that interaction is going to cause an amazing interaction in your body. And all of these benefits are going to happen. So, yeah, you're going to be hungry sometimes, and that's actually going to help you. Epic, epic. Yeah, momentum. Get on it. Get back to being an undefeated boxer, you know, just a boxer that believes in themselves, just a fighter that believes that they can fight the fight. That's what you can do. Start today if you want. Start Googling at least. Google people's stories about fasting, switching to fruit. You'll see. It's powerful. And, I mean, it's it's so much easier than other diets I've seen out there because you, it's not like heavily veggie based like it's fruit so I mean if you're skeptical about the fasting thing or, or you want a baby step or whatever at least start with fruit like cut out some of the, the major horrible things like Dr. Pepper and cookie dough and start you know insulating that with with instead of that with uh, with fruit I think that's the easiest fix because it's delicious it's not like that big of a leap you have to make it's not a drastic yeah. life change Start your start any meal. So first off, don't be afraid to skip a meal. But it's a complete myth that you need three meals a day. It nothing to do with it. All you need is a certain number of nutrients. That's it. And you don't need that per day. They just need to be in your body. So uh, if you're starving, your body will go get nutrients from your fat cells where it stores them. In fact, it will often when you're eating crappy food and it creating fat in your body, it will take those nutrients, the, the little nutrients that is in that food, and it will stick them in the fat, and your body doesn't even get to use them until it's starving, of which it never will be because you're never missing a meal. And so a, a ton of the nutrients that you got from the, the little nutrients that you got, a, ton, a big portion of them will go into the fat and not even into use in your body. So you get reduced nutrients because this food is forcing your body to make fat, and and, and it doesn't make crappy fat. Your body doesn't make crappy fat. It makes fat that's ready for you to survive on. So that means that it's good to go. Like, you're going to get all this benefit from eating your fat cells. And so eating that fat is going to be great for you. And meanwhile, the, the, the crappy food is not great for you because you're not getting enough nutrients. So you're hungry. So you feel like you got to eat these three huge meals a day because <clears throat> your body's saying, hey, I'm hungry. I need nutrients and you're not giving me enough. Guess what? Fruit and vegetables are jammed full of them. And the byproduct is your body processes them in, a, in an amazing speed and knows how to deal with every single thing in them. Well, Granted, um, and we're not talking about like the pesticides and crap that's on them, yeah. unfortunately. But, you know, we can't do a bunch about that. We can try to buy organic, and even that organic system is flawed. But, you know, do the best you can with the money you have. But you'll still see huge benefits just switching to fruit. <clears throat> I um, uh, Eat vegetables. If there's any vegetables you like, eat them. Eat them for sure. Oh, there it is. <clears throat> yeah, so... That's crazy. It, you know, I, I just got a surgery. I, I had a hernia. So they went in and put a little patch on that. And, uh, and granted, I think if I would have went into super um, fasting mode and started fasting for 20, 30 days at a time, my hernia would have eventually healed. And I went with all Western medicine because 
this is what Western medicine is good at, you know, putting a patch on something. And, um, and so there's a patch on it because I didn't want to wait a year to play basketball again. <laughs> so, it, um, yeah, but I fasted before I went in and, and so when they, they, they intake you and they're and, and the, the nurse, she was saying, so when did you eat last? And I said, um, two and a half days ago. She looked up at me like I was out of my mind. Well, like I was joking. <laughs> and then I kept looking back at her. And then she said, two, two and a half days ago? And I said, yes. And then she, said, she just shook, it, shook her head, turned, wrote it down. Then I went to the next thing, right? This nurse came in. And she read the thing. And she's like, it says here you didn't eat. You haven't eaten for two and a half days? I'm like, yep. And uh, she's like, okay. And then the doctor comes in, one of the, the anesthesiologists. He looks at the thing. He says, so, uh, you, so you last ate last night? And, and I was like, no, two and a half days ago. And he's like, oh, I thought that was an error on the thing. I thought they wrote, wrote the wrong date. I was like, nope, two and a half days. And, they're like, and he was like, really? I'm like, it's, it's actually really, really good for you. You should check it out. Like, okay. Uh, oh, well, I mean, it's not going to interfere with the surgery. So I'm like, oh, no, of course it won't. Because my, my body's doing amazing things right now. So it's ready. I'm in top shape. And, uh, <clears throat> and so then I went to the, you know, where they where, where they prep you right before they're going to give you the, the stuff to knock you out. And, and those two, there were the emergency room. Uh, I, I think they were nurses. I didn't ask them because I was a little groggy at that point. But yeah. uh, they said so it says here you have me for two and a half days <laughs> <laughs> they looked at each other like i was nuts and they looked back at me and i was like yeah it's actually amazing for you <laughs> come find me after after surgery i'll tell you all about it but of course they did but uh but i didn't have much time because i was yeah. going under and, and then i went under and i had surgery and um well i'm still recovering but uh the the person was shocked. I don't know if this has anything to do with my fasting. I don't know what happened, but uh, I had way less pain than the, you know the person was quite shocked at my recovery time. I didn't take any of the the, the opiates that they gave me to take. I still have the bag here; it's unopened, stapled shut still. <clears throat> I didn't take any of them because I was able to. You know, it was a rough first night. It's not like I, oh, I had no pain. I was like Superman. I played basketball the next day, and you know, nothing like that. But. Uh, <laughs> But the, the, it was not. I didn't know what my rate of healing, whatever. I just did that because I thought it would be a good idea. And, and they said, you know, wow, you do you you like came out of this really well and experienced much less pain than than you know what normally happens. I can't say it was because I was fasting. I can't say anything about it, right? Because nobody studies that kind of thing because it wouldn't make anybody money. And so it's just me going, huh. I wonder if they had something to do with each other. I don't know. I wonder if it had something to do with, you know, me having eaten, you know, 95% fruit. And then, like, you know, I, I have some, like, Greek yogurt. I don't eat. So, this is it. And it's got, you know, just milk and live active yogurt cultures and it's got uh one two three four five five different kinds so different kinds of cultures those cultures are what you want swimming around in your intestines
I, I was at a, a friend's house for a couple of days that uh, I, I went to like eighth grade with and she was watching some of the stuff I was posting and like talking about fasting and, and this wasn't even on the, the main Instagram page. This was like just my own thing. I'd like occasionally post on my stories or post that I was fasting or, or like I would show I was eating a beet. People go out of their minds when I posted about the beet. They went freaking crazy. Um, but she's like, I was watching your stuff and... And you know, it, like it got me motivated and, and like inspired, and, and I, I I did like an apple cleanse, and I, you know I'm not eating like like her roommate brought over tacos, and she like she took a bite of the taco and she like spit it out because it was like disgusting, and she's like eating grapes and eating fruit, and now she's gonna fast for the first time uh, tomorrow on Monday, so it's nice. pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool. That's way cool. <laughs> we gotta get her to post in the group so people can see, and, and you know it's it's weird because you don't get instantaneous results. It's not like, I fast for three days, I'm healed, thank you baby Jesus, right? It's not like that. It's It takes time. But, you know, I did 21, which is 21 days of drinking only water, that's it, nothing else going into my body but water. And that that is a huge amount of time. And, and But see, uh, fasting for a huge amount of time is, so it's, 21 days of intermittent fasting, where you're fasting here and there, is not equivalent to 21 days of fasting at one time. So, uh, you know, you would actually have to probably, I mean, I don't know what it is, because this is not studied, but I know that from what I've seen, that it takes far more intermittent fasting. But if that's all you can do, do it. Because fasting for a day, for 24 hours, is hugely beneficial to your body. But... It's like, you know, it triggers this this, this huge HGH. If, if you've heard of HGH, right, you, you've heard of it because athletes take it, it manufactured synthetic HGH, to, um, it, it's not a steroid, but it's it's illegal like steroids because it, it does things like steroids do. Um, it, um, it, it's way better, you know, the, all the athletes that do this, they know that HGH is way better than all the rest of the steroids. It does amazing stuff for your body. It turns out when you fast, you increase your HGH production after about 20 hours. So from the 20 to 24 hour mark, your body is producing, you know, in that range somewhere, it's yeah. producing 800 to 1500% higher HGH. But the thing is, HGH doesn't have an effect right then. It's not like testosterone. So if they take testosterone, they immediately the repair. So testosterone fixes fixes when you rip your muscles. It then helps you fix them at a at a ridiculous speed. That's what testosterone does to your body. So when you inject it, that's what it does. You know, so that's why bodybuilders take it. But then there's other things that you know athletes take that you know. So like somebody as skinny as Lance Armstrong, you know, he was taking steroids, performance enhancing drugs, and. Um, Pretty likely he was taking HGH among some other things, and <clears throat> HGH is something that doesn't is it 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 won't cause those things to happen until there's been a number of instances of HGH happening in your body, and so for whatever reason your body seems to be aware of how often you've I don't know if there's a there's some kind of something in your bloodstream that builds up, or there's a half-life, or what? I have no idea. But you know, all, like if you look up how the um, 
even like even if you find your you know an illegal dealer of HGH, they'll tell you you got to buy like a like a year's worth. You got to take this for a year to really see results. But then when you start seeing results, they'll be amazing. So it's the same thing when you're fasting and you're producing your own natural, one hundred percent healthy, no risk at all. Free, you don't have to, free. You don't have to find some guy in the gym parking lot, right? And go to the trunk of his car, right, or wherever they sell it. You just tell your body to make it, <laughs> and it will because you're fasting. Fasting is amazing, and it will trigger this reaction, and all these things will happen. But it will happen over time, and so I find. Uh, and, and in my research, it shows that bigger blocks certainly do much better things. But do what you can do because, like I said, 24 hours is a huge thing if you can do it periodically. If you can get up that, if you can do it enough times where this elevated HGH is in your bloodstream over, you know, six, eight months, then you're going to start to see, like, things are going to, and it's going to be gradual, so you might not notice, but just... Give yourself a chance to succeed because you will. It'll happen. Like things will start to change, and yeah, it'll be amazing. And if you if you couple that with fruit, with eating fruit, then your body has a, will start to ramp up. So six months later, this HGH is going to start having magical effects in your body, triggering all kinds of things. Heal, the healing, you know, rocket skyrockets up your ability to repair. Um, you know, fix muscles, testosterone, so you can gain muscle better. All these things will naturally begin to have elevated levels. Um, all kinds of things. Look up what happens when HGH, you know, triggers your body has high elevated HGH thing. Just Google it. You'll see. It's just it's just amazing. All kinds of stuff happens, you know, and it triggers so many different things. Unlike you know, just let me get some testosterone, right? Yeah. And and don't worry about the roid rage thing. Um, that that's pretty much personality. I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to the gym. Like I play basketball, so I I go to the gym a lot. So you know, sometimes you'll see that people that hit a lot of weights that that they for whatever reason maybe it's speculation on my part. I don't know, but it doesn't seem like the case. They, they just seem a, a little more prone to uh, frustration and anger. Right, and so then what you're prone to, I think, when you have more energy, it just comes out in more energetic bursts. Whatever you, how what how you burst is what will burst when you have more energy. Burst with even more energy, and so I, I this the, the the roid rage, you know, because I've known other people that have taken it that I I couldn't no discernible difference. And, but then they are people that I am friends with that don't have these like ridiculous, you know, highs and lows of rage. So, not an issue. So get, get on the food. Yeah, and food. and like it, not just for the health benefits, but for the 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 <laughs> the effects that they take away when you're not eating all the other processed food. Because like even if you're fasting, I remember doing this. I remember when I didn't fully all the way switch yet to completely fruit. And I was still eating like Filiberto's and like Mexican food and stuff that's pretty yummy. And I, I remember just having headaches and like like um, I would get super itchy. I would, I would like sweat a lot. Like it, it, I'd have insomnia like crazy. Um, I, I, now I get up at like 4 in the morning every single morning. That's I'm not saying that's directly related to fasting and eating fruit. But you know like when you're, when you're eating, when you're, when you're at, it's like 10 in the afternoon 
and you're like, oh, I'm going to have some Captain Crunch. And then that Captain Crunch turns into, you know what, I'm going to have a little bowl of ice cream. And you know what, that little bowl of ice cream turns into, like, I'm going to eat fucking the entire bag of cookies. And it's 2 in the morning, you've been watching crazy YouTube videos all night, you don't know where your life's at. That, like, that tends to happen a lot less when you pick some watermelon, you know. You, you get full and you're like, alright, this is pretty good. Um, I, I, when I was at the friend's house, she made us all some smoothies. But she used, like, some, I don't know if it was a yogurt or like, some ingredient that actually had some bad stuff in it when I later looked, like some kind of gum, xanthan gum or something. And I had this splitting headache. Because when you, when you do switch to fasting and, and, and eating fruit, what you'll tend to find if you ever, like, feel, feel daring enough to go try something just to see how the effects... I, I do this sometimes. Every, like, six months, I'll, like, take a bite of cupcake just to, like, remind myself and kind of see what it's like. And, like, my dad, he, he went to the movies once and, like, tried some Dr. Pepper as, like, a test to kind of see, compare. And you'll, you'll find the effects you have are so much more amplified it, it's like reinforcement to never eat that stuff again because the, the headache I got oh my god it was like someone was like punching me in the back of the head repeatedly it was terrible so yeah not just for the, the main health benefits but for the effects that you lose as a result from making the switch it's crazy yeah those headache things you know look up the Gerson Institute Dr. Gerson when you know he's no longer alive he was he was way back um, you know 7,500 years ago, but uh, he was famous for um, curing famous people's headaches. And he, people would come to him and he would fix, he would say, you can only eat this. And a lot of that was fruits and vegetables. And, um, and then they would stop having headaches. <laughs> and then they would, some of them would live later, go back to eating what they were eating, and then get headaches again, and then go back to eating how he was telling them to eat and get rid of the headaches. And sometimes it was a, a swing, swing event, and some people kind of modify it. It kind of depends on how much duress your body's under. That it might not be that much, and you can have great results with it. And then you know, that might even be enough sometimes. But um, but most of the time it's not. Most of the time you just got to change the way you're eating. And, um, you know, Dr. Gerson, he found that, <clears throat> that purely by accident that his diet was helping people that um, that had autoimmune problems. And so that's where the whole the Gerson Institute came from. And, you know, they have a, a fairly high instant, you know, and they claim, you know, and you can always say, well, that anybody can claim anything. But, you know, if you really don't believe them, go. Like, go yeah. visit. Go see. You know, go talk to some of the people that have been given a, a death sentence. You know, when you have a when you have a, a death sentence cancer, you have about a 7 to 11%, I think the number was, chance of survival. Wow. Yeah. And the Gerson Institute says they have 40%. And you don't go to the Gerson Institute. Like, you've never even heard of it until you have terminal cancer. And then you start looking up crazy stuff. Because you'll like, try anything. <laughs> and so, and, and, you know, then you'll find the Gerson Institute. Man, I didn't have cancer. I, I was looking up something else entirely and found the Gerson Institute. But I bought the book and, and, you know, found that to be pretty awesome too. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they, uh, you know, 40% of, compared to a hospital's 7% or 11% or whatever, you know, depending on the cancer. It's quite amazing. And the, the, the hospital gets to factor in the numbers of people that, that 
you know, are not on death's door, that get an early diagnosis of these bad things. You know, you don't find the Gerson Institute until the doctor says, you know, write your will, you know, make make peace with your family because you you know you could die tomorrow. And then they then they go to the Gerson Institute and Gerson's the, the Institute says, you know, roughly about four in ten end up living. That's an amazing number. And and if and, and you can just say, well, Anybody could say anything. Okay, well, you could be that negative person and say that about everything in your life, and good luck on your life, right? Because you, you won't take action. If, if, you're, if you're being pessimistic about it, it's not like that That not seeing, you know, what's potentially bad. Like, that's not what we're talking about. It's it's not shifting the mindset of, of seeing how, like, what is the value I can take from this? Maybe 100% of it, and I, I, I agree with this, like, all the people I study from, you know, varying teachers and stuff, 100% of what they're saying is, you know, probably not all correct, but you, you take the information that's going to help you, or you look for it, try to apply it to make your life better. Or you don't, and you're a pessimist, and you're like, well, nothing will ever work for me, I, I'm just, and then you stay the same, and your life progressively gets a little bit worse, a little bit worse, a little bit worse. Yeah, so, you gotta try stuff. I, I firmly believe that. My life's been a million times better because of it. We need to cue like the, the Thug Life shades to slowly come on your face now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, guys. That's that's the end of the call. Um, if you're watching this later on, it's not really a live stream. I was going for that kind of ending. But look, when it comes down to it, we created this group. We're sharing this information. We're having this talks. My dad's kind enough to, to, to do with me at this very early time in the morning when he could be doing something other that he likes, like reading or watching an epic freaking movie or, or working. So I appreciate you, Dad, for coming on, but it, it's about you, right? There's not a product right now that we're, we're right-hooking you with. We don't have um, a, a fruit black market we're trying to impose on you. Like, we're just sharing information that's helped him 10x his life and be a much happier person with tons of energy. And he's doing things that he loves now that he wasn't doing before. And we'd like to see more people have that same effect because it's awesome, and we're awesome, and we want to make you awesome. <laughs> Change your life at the same time. You know, you're going to change this one little thing, but really, you're going to change everything. And that's what's... Down the road, you'll think, man, I don't even know who I was at that time. Because that person was wearing a cloak of misery. <laughs> you got to shrug the cloak off. You know? And you're going to be proud of the work you did. You, you know, some of it will be hard, and you'll be proud of that too. You'll be amazed at what you're capable of, and then you'll think, "Shit, if I can do that, what can't I do?" <laughs> right? And then you got the right mindset down. Exactly. Sweet. So, yeah. Thank you, Dad, for coming on, and thank you guys, especially for listening. If you have any questions whatsoever, please use the group. We are your asset. Ask away, uh, and hopefully, you do apply this information. We're not telling you to specifically because that would be illegal. But if someone happened to do so. Oh, well, yeah. This doesn't cure anything. Yeah. No, no cures. No cures here. We don't cure. Nothing cures. But if you want okay. results like my dad don't got. <laughs> People will continue to die by medication from pharmaceutical companies. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. So if you want results like my dad achieved, maybe think about. Delving into some of the information we talked about here. Not telling you too directly, but he got crazy results. I've gotten crazy results. 
and it's made both of our lives much, much better. So again, thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Dad, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Your attention means the world. We started the the group. We started the podcast, all the social media. It is all for you guys. It's all to share my dad's story, how he eliminated symptoms, how he made massive, massive change in his life. All to give to you guys so you could do the same thing. We're not selling you anything. We just want to help. We just want to transform your life. That's it. That's what we're here for. So you taking action, listening to this episode, it, it means you want to change. It means you're sick. Of, of the symptoms, you're sick of the, the fatigue, the headache, literal and metaphorical. You're sick of, of how your life is right now concerning diabetes and your health. And the fact you're taking action, the fact you're listening to this episode, the fact you want to change is so awesome. I just want to thank you. I love you. My dad loves you. We really, really want to help. We really want to see you change your life. You're amazing. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we will see you in the next one.